0: This is As Told by Sherelle, and this is your podcast for self discovery and inspiration through storytelling. Each week, you will hear a new guest and hopefully walk away with something that helps enlighten your journey. I hope you enjoy. Thank you for joining me, and remember stop chasing tiaras and be the crown. Alicia Wallace is a photographer, entrepreneur, and most importantly, she's family. I've seen the amazing work she's done with the camera, and I personally can attest to the miracles that she creates behind the lens. I'm fortunate to know her as a friend and professional, and in this interview, you get a glimpse of us two ladies just talking on a saturday afternoon in this conversation i threw away the formalities and just let things flow as with many of the conversations we've had alicia and i just dove right in
1: Um, she took me and I believe some other cousins of mine to, I want to say it was King's Dominion or Busch Gardens. They're kind of one in the same mm-hmm. and they had Patti LaBelle was performing. This was years and years ago. So, um, we were kind of towards like the middle area and of course I'm in elementary school. So I'm shorter at the time as all these adults in my way and she's singing one of my favorite songs. What's the title? I want to get it correctly. I think it's If Only You Knew.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh She's singing that song. So I'm like, Grandma, I want to go take pictures. So I snatch her um, disposable camera. I think it was a Kodak one. Mm -hmm. And I run to the front and I get on like one knee and I'm acting like it's a big old Nikon (laughs) with this little disposable (laughs) camera. And I'm just shooting away. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess since then, you know, I've always... Like to take pictures, you know, from the Polaroids to my Fuji to my Olympia to mm-hmm. my little baby Nikon D3000. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandfather Earl, mm-hmm. you know him, Earl yes. Summers. Yeah, so my yeah. grandfather, my mom's dad. <laughs> yeah, he's always the type to always just have a camera. Like you can be eating, mm-hmm. and he's hold on right there and just snapping photos at the worst times. He was he was terrible with it, but okay. I don't know. I, I've always had that, you know within me to want to just capture moments right because you know as as you probably have noticed everyone is not guaranteed to be here true tomorrow the day after that the day after that so it's like creating memories Mm. and um I've been going through like on my computer and just randomly looking at old photos that I've taken in college days I found middle school photos and you kind of see where you were and try to think about oh what was i thinking about at that time where i can't believe i thought this was cute right i didn't have real friends Ah. with the (laughs) eyebrows and the hard white light.
0: no your friends were doing it too that's what it was (laughs) yes we're all terrible
1: yes but yeah so that's that's kind of how it kind of increased when i was in college my major was Fine Arts, Mm -hmm. Graphic Design, -hmm. slash Graphic Design. So I only had a chance to take two classes throughout my whole college experience. So, I mean, I had a professor who was just the greatest. I think it was uh, Professor Mark Hertz, I believe. Mm -hmm. Young professor, almost kind of Mm hippie-esque, if you will. But, I mean, he taught me a lot about composition, and, and filling the frame, and utilizing the dead space, and looking for textures, and that's one of the reasons why my favorite type of images will always be black and white. Mm, me too. I me too. mean, because pictures, they look nice when they're in color, but the most captivating image is the ones where you can just erase all of that color, and it still tells a story. It still speaks you to know, you. You know, not like someone just... And I hope I'm not stepping on anyone's toes when they hear this, but anyone can go outside and snap a photo with their phone and go to Instagram and go to like Willow or whatever that black and white filter is. And they're just like, oh, I'm a photographer too. That's true. And now it's not the same. (laughs) Like, it's not the same.
0: When I first picked up a camera, um, I had a friend tell me part of photography is understanding how to use filters too and I was like that just seems so wrong it seems like I'm cheating if I'm taking a picture with the intent to like edit it and make it more than what it naturally is so like I actually had to unlearn that whole process of filtering you
1: know, I don't know that, that, mm-hmm. is, that is true mm-hmm. you know what you're saying but I, I will say there are times where I'm out shooting if it's street photography even if it's for portraits or whatever mm-hmm. I can see what I'm shooting but in the back of my mind I'm just like this is going to be super bomb. If I were to add X, Y, and Z, just like a little extra sprinkle, but I'm not True. always kind of keeping that in my mind. Um, mm-hmm. The main thing that I'm looking for when I'm doing the post-edits is just when you're working with clients, you don't really have all that time to go ahead and sit and just keep rearranging your settings True. because I shoot the manual that everyone shoots a me. And it's difficult to control the light. Yes. So a lot of my time is just Editing with the lights, you know, just making sure that the lighting is what, in my mind, I thought I was doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's the main thing. But I, I don't really like to manipulate an image too much to where it's not what I originally shot.
0: True, true. Yeah. So, when you have photo sessions, photo shoots, and you're working with different individuals, what's the one thing that you hope to bring to every session that you really believe only you can bring? So what makes you unique, I guess, is a simpler way of saying that.
1: I guess I would probably say the experience. And hopefully Nelson won't kick me for saying this, but he's he's always noticed that, and this is him, mm-hmm. he's always noticed that when he's helping me, I have a shoot with a client, no matter who it is, I try to bring some of that client's personality out. Because mm-hmm. everyone, for whatever reason, they can like, yeah, you know, I want this shoot, and it's going to be for this, and blah, 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 and this is my outfit. I'm so ready. As mm-hmm. soon as I get everything set up and put the camera up, they're like, okay, what do I do? Yep. If, you don't, yeah. <laughs> if you don't get it together.
0: Yeah. So it's just
1: like from there, mm-hmm. I have to just pull it out. Now, yeah. the photographer's role is not to coach all the time i'm supposed to show up there i'm supposed to have my equipment i'm supposed to be knowledgeable of what i'm supposed to do and then the model is supposed to they're supposed to bring it it's not always like that so it that's a a skill that i remember what he often says that i do well in and in my mind i'm just thinking this person's paying me for this shoot i gotta give them what they're really looking for and you kind of relax them that's why i always try to have music handy i Mm -hmm care what they want to listen to just whatever will get them in the mind frame of forget everything else that's out here mm-hmm. and forget even if she has an assistant somewhere this is my session I need to bring it all because at the end of the day once I send the proofs I don't want the, the client to be like mm, mm, look at my face why mm, why'd that. I do that and I'm just yeah, bring it that's true so that's I guess that's the one thing I, I just want to make sure that the experience is always enjoyable, even if the first 10, 15 minutes, they're just giving me this just stiff and looking around and trying to ease their way into it. But like I've noticed with all of my sessions halfway through, I'm, I'm cracking up with them. We are just laughing, mm-hmm. knee slapping. They forget that it's even A photo shoot half the time. Right. I've had some some clients that just bust out singing and just doing the most. But it's all about timing. That's true. You got to get it. That's true. Because it's it's hard to ask your client to. Oh, you remember when you was doing the cartwheels and you was on one hand and you were you were clicking your feet? Do that again. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't
0: know. You have to be ready to capture it in the moment. You have to be ready,
1: and that's hard. Yeah. And a, a lot of my clients don't realize that every single photo session, I am extremely nervous. I am just a ball of nerves. No way. Every, I do not care. I have taken take the soul, it, it doesn't matter. What are the nerves come from? as soon as I, the nerves always come from, are they going to like these images? Right. Is it going to be good enough? Because right. maybe, I don't know if I should be doing this. Well, maybe I should to kind of keep me from, you know, honing my craft. But I always try to compare myself like when I'm seeing online and when I'm researching other photographers, you know, in the DNV area. It's like, OK, how can I get a leg up or what can I do in my next session, you know, with my client to kind of step outside of my little comfort box? So, I mean, it's, once I take that first shot and I look down, I'm like, I know what I'm doing.
0: Right. Okay, let's do it. Let's, right. That's that's what it is. It's always, always that's like interesting. that. Interesting. I mean, but I've I've seen like behind the scenes uh, movies of artists, like performers, entertainers, and they all pretty much say the same thing. Like before they step out on stage, there's always this like big ball of anxiety, and then once they get started, it's like, oh. all right, cool, I got it. But like, I think that's good because it forces you to always be prepared, stay on your toes, not get too comfortable. Because if you get comfortable, you start making mistakes, you start overlooking things, like every little detail matters, especially when it comes to photography, I would imagine. So
1: I think that's a good thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it may sound crazy. But before every shoot, I literally, you know, I have a a checklist that I keep on my phone for packing, because there were times where i I did get comfortable early on mm-hmm. for getting the extra memory card, for getting the backup battery. And I got to hurry up and shoot, 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 because, you know, stuff is, yeah, my flash is going out. So That's I literally, smart. and it. like I said, it may sound crazy, but I am opening up mm-hmm. my backpack at least four times before I leave. I open it up, put it on my back, and I, it's like I tell myself, all right, take it off. Like something jumped out the backpack. But, you know, you just got to just keep doing it to a point where I'll have everything packed in my car. Mm -hmm. I'll start the car. I'll pull off. It's like clockwork. And I'll stop right near the entrance of my community. Mm -hmm. I'll back it up. I'm like, okay, do I have everything that I need? Because it's, I don't know.
0: It it makes the process a lot easier, I'm sure, when you're there shooting to be like, I know I'm covered for every situation or potentially every situation
1: that I'm running run into so yep what I, there, like i said I, there were two occasions where i was doing event shooting and my flash died oh yeah no. i was just like that's good just like this and i had to go and tell <laughs> the person who hired me yeah i need to take about a five minute break mm-hmm. i need to run i need to get more batteries and they're kind of looking like yeah
0: I'm not very this happy. is a live
1: this is a live event Stuff yeah. is going on. Moments are being made, and I have to stop. Get in my car. Yeah. Drive to the CVS. Throw the batteries at the counter. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's. Well, I... that's why I I do it multiple times.
0: So what is? That's, that's exactly why. What... what do you think? Uh, you've learned to be most important in this industry, um, because I feel like you can be creative you can love to do the work but there's so much more than just it's so much more than just taking pictures and knowing how to take them very well so what do you believe you've learned over the years that is just as valuable as the craft itself
1: Hmm, what have i learned that's just as valuable as the craft itself um
0: That's a good question. What (laughs) about (laughs) like? I mean, Um, I I, I don't want to answer it for you, but you were talking about coaching as one of those things. Like, you need to be able to help someone kind of become comfortable in front of the camera if you're doing that type of work. So,
1: is there anything else Uh, like that? Definitely have to be comfortable. Definitely have to take the time to do the research where sometimes I feel like it is a pain. Mm -hmm. But once, you know, I get into it, because I have books right here on my, um, my computer desk. Cause I'm actually in the middle of editing this little quick maternity shoot right now. Okay. I got these books. I don't even look at them. Really? I, I opened them up and was like, because I'm, I'm a visual type of learner besides just sitting down and reading, I can't learn that way. So mm-hmm. I spent hours, um, just YouTubing photographers and different, you know, aspects of, of the craft from, mm-hmm. Um, the newborn sessions to the maternity shoots to what you need to bring for weddings for trying to get into street photography. There's always so much to learn, and I have learned mm-hmm. not to really get too comfortable where I am. Right. You know, meaning, thinking, com- me- meaning, uh, comfortable as far as uh, creativity, comfortable as far as, you know, um, different ways of shooting mm-hmm. in the beginning I, my niche or my thing if you will was to always shoot at various angles yeah. I don't like if I have someone in front of me I don't like the dead straight on flat shots I never like them that's why I don't know if you noticed for your session I'm always starting like almost like from left to right. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just go around. I have the, the client looking over shoulders and stuff. Yeah. I'll get on the ground and kind of shoot up. right? You know, because you always, if if you have five photographers in the same room with the same model, all shooting at the same time, I try to be that one photographer that will never look like anyone else's work. Gotcha. Someone may be like, okay, she has a beautiful face. Oh, you know, I want to get all that detail no well if she's looking this way i could run over here and get a totally different type of vibe from her that's true that's true so i guess that's the one thing i learned just never get comfortable yeah i
0: like
1: that and to also make sure that it's something that you enjoy because i have honestly thought about packing up all my equipment and selling it like just a week yeah just a week ago because it and this is the thing, you have to be very careful what you ask God for yeah. and what you pray for, because at times you will get it, mm-hmm. and just wow, just maybe a year and some change, not not two years ago, but maybe just a little, a little close to it, mm-hmm. no one was booking me mm-hmm. no one was booking me, no one was asking for nothing, I spent all this money on equipment it's collecting dust, I'm feeling mm-hmm. like Maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing.
0: Yeah.
1: And like to now where I'm going on, I can't even tell you how many months of every single weekend I'm doing something. I'm doing whatever. I'm up on a regular until two two thirty at night after having a real job mm-hmm. coming home, and I'm sitting in front of this until the wee hours of the morning. That's where I say. <laughs> Be, Be very careful. Yeah. And it's just like you know, um, I'm making the money, but I, I don't really see it because it's going to bills. Right. That's what I was telling my mom about it yesterday. She was like, "Well, just think if you didn't have this on the side and you still had those same bills." True. She was like, "At least you know you're able to cover it and True. you know keep the roof over it." Your... So it's like little things like that. But mm-hmm. there, I was burnt out. I was so burnt out to the point where I was going to be pus- pushing all this work to Nelson. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Forget it. I can't. It. Yeah. I don't feel like no one's appreciating it. I'm mm-hmm. tired. I'm giving up. This is the summer I have yet to put on one of these little cute pages <laughs> that are getting dusty <laughs> in my closet. i even to no beach, but I'm just yeah. like, this. This is going. It, it will pay off. I'm waiting for that it will. big payoff moment, but. It will. Yeah, don't get comfortable and make sure that you know what you're Even when you get, for. even when you get burnt out, you know there's always something about it that just makes you want to keep chugging along, just keep going. So
0: then that brings yeah. up two questions I have for you. The first is, how do you know that you've gotten comfortable and it's time to switch it up? I'll start there because I don't wanna. I want to make sure that the other okay. question, you know, you, um, you keep that in your mind.
1: How do I know that I got comfortable and it's time to switch it up? I know that I got comfortable when I'm getting the same poses and the same looks and the same images from different models Mm. that I've helped coach. You see, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's just like, you know what? I got to shoot today. I ain't worried about it, even though I'm still kind of nervous. Just going into it like, you know what? I got this. And I'm doing the post edits, and I'm flipping through it. I'm like, huh. Hmm. I saw this before. Yeah, no, no. I need to switch it up. No, okay. I, I can't be doing this no more. And that, that has happened a few times. Thankfully, not so much. Get away from me. Thankfully, not so much. Um, this year, but I, I have noticed it. It's just, I'm not pushing myself as I did when I was first starting out. Right. Kind of almost like, and this may sound funny, like one of my favorite R&B male artists is mm-hmm. Trey Songz.
0: Okay. And uh,
1: <laughs> his very first album, Just Gotta Make It, is eons apart True. from his, I guess the latest one is Trigger. Because mm-hmm. I, I felt like in, the, in that very early stage, he was talking about the struggle and just trying to survive and just trying to make it and just trying to get out. The whole album and his raw was, his voice was just so rich and so raw and it just gave all of the pain and hurt. Now he's just like, yeah, I made it, la la la. Life is good. Right. I got all these women, yep. and like Mary J. Blige, the old Mary to the Mary now. Mm-hmm. Completely different. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to say they're comfortable, but you, you know what I mean. I don't mm-hmm. ever want to get to that point where I feel like I have arrived and mm-hmm. I don't have to put as much effort into it as I did years ago.
0: True. Well, okay, so. Okay. That's true. You make sure you don't get comfortable by evaluating your product and making sure that you're, you're evolving. It's not going to be the same, right? Because you're going to have to no, no. do something different. It's going to be different in the way that your, your imagination and your creativity and the experience you have that will take you to a new place. And hopefully, people will respect it just as much as from the you know the work at the beginning. So that I understand a hundred percent. But then, as you're doing all of these things to make sure that you can stay in touch. Um, and not lose, like, that true, raw, you know, energy. What keeps you going in photography? Like, where where do you find the, the motivation to just keep going? Because, I mean, I'm sure after a while, like, one more photo shoot. Like you just said, like, I have all this work, and I'm grateful for it, but, like, what if I get tired? What keeps me going after that point?
1: Yeah, because in... The thing is that I've, I've been noticing people, they're, they're going to my website, and that's why I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I put my fresh work out there. Mm-hmm. People will go to the website or they'll go to my, my Instagram and be like, ooh, I like what you did with her. I want to do that. And it's just like, can we do something else? Oh, <laughs> I see, I see, I see, I see. I like that location you have with her. Right. I want to do that. Right After a while, that makes me want to plateau. That bores me. Yeah. So that's why when, when I have clients who say that to me, I have to kind of do my due diligence. I have to do my research, talk to them more to see what they're really looking for and trying to go in a different avenue. Okay. So what really keeps me going is just to always keep in my mind, like your goal is to step away from that nine to five and make this, you know, your your means of income, your your main source of income. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I just I just have to pull it within then I don't know if I can honestly put it into the exact words that my mind is saying right now I may mean, not mm. make sense. No it does. It does. But but it yeah, it's just, just to know that, you know, even though like I like I just said, you know, I wanted to give up because it takes so much of your time and your energy, especially if you already have a solid nine to five. So I'm dealing with the stress and everything of meeting deadlines there. Then on top of that, I give everyone a one week turnaround, two weeks if it's for a wedding. And even that's ridiculous. Yeah. So it's just like, I got Bible study. I got this and that to do outside of work. But on top of that, I got to meet this deadline. So it's just, you, you have to already kind of have an ounce of it within you. Because if you don't, if it's just a hobby, if it's just something, oh, I'll, I want to do it because this person is doing it and I know I could do it better than that person. It's not going to work. It's not going to last. It is. It's really not going to work. Even when I tried to quit, I'm just like, I can't, man. All right. I can't do that. I'm mm-hmm. not That ain't going to work. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Cause it's just like, I got too many people around me who won't let me do it. Right. I
0: mean, you, and, you're, uh, you're great at what you do. So I think people will be really sad if you just up and said, I'm done with this. Cause you know, I already had and like. And when they look
1: at me like I'm tripping.
0: Yeah, I mean because you know when you see someone, you see someone's joy in the work that they do, even if they're having a bad day. Like the way I talk about certain subjects, certain things, people are like, "Whoa, you really got excited!" Like you can express it in a way that, like, someone else saying the same words, it just has a different kind of ring to it, right? Like some people have that joy that comes out in their work, so. It's almost like denying a piece of yourself if you stepped away from photography. That's how I see it for you.
1: Yeah, and like lately, you know, I've been going through some some personal stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know if what I will watch with my mouth on this podcast. (laughs) I I will say that life is weird. I'm I'm tired of the same cycle with certain people, Mm -hmm. men. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of it. Mm -hmm. So it was draining me, and of course, you know, I got. The wisdom teeth pulled out so mm-hmm. for example nelson had a, a shoot an engagement a traditional engagement shoot um co-workers and you know their background is um, they're from korea so it was a traditional garments and it was beautiful okay first, I, I didn't want to be there gotcha. nine o'clock in the morning <laughs> tie my mouth hurts no so right at, right after that i had a church picnic mm-hmm. okay and i i, I like trying to I wasn't in the mindset to do it. I'm already in pain, dealing with broken heart type issues. Mm -hmm. And I'm showing up, everyone's like, Where your camera at?
0: I'm just here trying to enjoy myself.
1: Yeah. They're like, No, no. This is what you do. Yep. Get your camera. So I'm just like, Of course, you know, I was just in the mental space. I had do not want to do this. I don't even want to be here. I want to be in my house listening to Sade with the blinds closed, mm-hmm. okay, eating ice cream. Yeah. So that was that. But... Nelson shoot, the church picnic. Right after the church picnic, I left because it was my family reunion mm-hmm. on the Wallace side. Okay. I told her, I was like, look, I'm getting my teeth pulled. I'm not really in the good head space to be doing it. This was a week before. I get to the family reunion every, oh, Sierra, where your you camera at? Mm-hmm. I'm like, look, I'm not, I'm not doing it this year. I had seven people come to me and ask me, where's your camera at? I'm like, it's in the car. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at me like, aren't you going to go get it? you going to go get it? <laughs> right. And uh, oh, the man. one person, it was um, it was my aunt right now. And she was just looking at me. I'm like, yeah, I got it. But i um, not really much." She's like, okay, well, if you don't want to. But it would be nice if you were to take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> I go and got it, man. I'm sucking my teeth, rolling my eyes. As soon as I took that first shot and then all my cousins were coming by and everyone's smiling and stuff, so I'm just like, you know what? I would have been mad if I missed this opportunity, you know, mm-hmm. to take these photos. My little niece is there, just everyone and Oh she got, she got a camera. That's so so it, cute. Just, <laughs> it kinda made me forget about everything else that I was dealing with. So you're it's doing just, the work you're I, I don't know. Like I said, it's hard for me to just honestly quit and there's I got too many people who just won't won't let you. They won't let it happen. No.
0: So, what was the most mm. memorable experience you had as a photographer? Ooh,
1: mm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. most memorable. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, I would say there's so many, but I'll try to keep really brief. The first one was, I think I was a senior. Milk State University. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was a senior. (laughs) And um I I was really seriously heavy into just strictly only shooting black and whites, which I'm still I'm trying to get back into that, trying to find someone who would just allow me to do nothing but black and whites. Anyways. And um I also had a thing for street photography, but I was kind of too timid to take my camera out and kind of capture strangers in their moment so what I did was I took a a friend of a friend it was a guy I was talking to but I took his friend because he's trying to get into modeling I dressed him up as um a homeless man hmm. like from head to toe you know with the rip socks and everything and I put him where were we we were downtown Norfolk not too far from where the Radisson is okay you know that area Mm -hmm. kind of I think the scope is over there too sounds right yeah it's been a while but that's not and and it's it's like the scope MacArthur Mall anyways downtown Norfolk and we just I took him in like this little alley area I had this old little baby Olympia camera thought I was doing something (laughs) still shooting in auto I take him out there and I'm I'm positioning him Mm -hmm. and I'm capturing him and I try to get him into that mindset I'm coaching him, like okay this is what it is. Mm-hmm. You lost everything. You know, uh, your wife passed. I'm, I'm giving him wow. all these emotions to kind of bring it out yeah. in his face. I'm shooting that. I go ahead. I do my edits. I present them to my professor. He liked him so much. He told me to go ahead and start getting everything ready for the senior art show. Mm-hmm. My friend, who I dressed up like a homeless man, he told me that so many people on canvas were talking about that photo. They were like aren't you the homeless man? <laughs> like, <it> was, wow. <laughs> I mean, but it was it was kind of in the good way. I was like, yeah, I saw that photo, man. I couldn't believe it was you. It looks so real and blah, blah, blah. That's cool. That's one thing that kind of really, really set I still have the image. Let me see if I can pull I it. I think that, I yeah. keep it right next to my computer. Send it to me. Maybe I can show you. Ah, here it is. All right. Let me know if you can. I still have it framed for my senior show. Can you oh, see wow, it? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I I still have this. Another one. That's very uh, good. Right. I, and I have no clue where it just came from. I was like, you know what? I, I need to do something. I want something that's kind of a lifestyle. Yeah. Shoot, another one where... I had to create some type of theme or tell a story with a series of images and Mm -hmm. I took two of my friends still my senior year um, all black and white and this one was about um, uh, physical and mental abuse in relationships so I have you know I have have the guy you know he has like bottoms on but no shirt and I have the girl she has this you know, very cute, you know, sexy lingerie and everything, and there's a lot of images where he has his back towards her, and she's, like, leaning on his back and kind of, like, almost like she's pulling him, and she's also looking at the camera, and there's like, the runny mascara and stuff like that, and the stuff where he looks like he's, you know, about to hit her, like, they're in an argument, but at the same time, she still loves him. She can't leave him, you know, because there's something... Women, there's Mm -hmm. something that's you know on the inside where we feel like, oh, we can fix this. We said, I'm sorry, I still that type of thing. So, Mm -hmm. I still have those images too. And all this stuff I put in my senior exhibition art show. So, I mean, I at that time I was very proud, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, um, some of the professors weren't too fond of my work and they were trying to pull it from the art show. Mm -hmm. They said it was it was too much, it was, it was too risque, it was, you know, it wasn't, yeah, it it brought too many emotions, you know, so we don't feel it's best for her to show these images, but I have one professor in particular, uh, Brady, you, I don't know if you know, um, Miss Brady, Mm -hmm. she was fine arts professor, she Mm -hmm. stood up for me and fought tooth and nail, so they were trying to almost make it seem like, I wouldn't get the credits. I wasn't going to graduate because wow. of my, yeah, because of my, I had the homeless man one. I had the, the abuse images. And then I also had, um, a nude mm-hmm. for my best friend. It wasn't like I had her out like this, but yeah. it was all very tastefully Tasteful. done, you yeah. know, just, you know, what the outlines and the contours of her and the different gradations mm-hmm. of the black is of the black to like almost a pure white. Mm-hmm. So that I guess that was that would be my most memorable. Of course, the shoots I do now, they're fun, they're great, but those from college kind of stick more so in my head.
0: Do you think that those rejections in a way, they were small rejections in a way? Do you feel yeah. like
1: or would you would you define them as rejections? I just labeled it that, but yeah. would you? No. No. Yeah. That's 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 what that's what it was, you know, they They saw what I did. Everyone else is doing lighthearted, you know, fluffy type, you know, oil paintings and, you know, graphic prints and stuff like that. And my section was strictly black and white images Mm. with the white matte frames and the little glass coverings. That's all it was. Just my images up there. And it was in the dead center. As soon as you came in, it's the dead center. Whoa. Yes. And then it had everyone else was worked around me. Okay. So it's just like, it's what you saw. So, of course, they're just like there's a naked woman here. This strong. looks like physical abuse right here. Mm-hmm. And you got this homeless man right here. What do you, what is this? Yeah. And to me, I'm like, that's this my is real life. That's my art. Like that's my passion right there. Yeah. So
0: oh, yeah. I was just going to say like with those rejections, did they help you to solidify that this is what you wanted to do? In addition to enjoying the process of being behind the camera do you feel like that rejection was just like, no, this is, this is my voice. This is how I want to share my voice to,
1: you know, my audience. I'm going yeah. to do this. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. Like, like I, like I said, you know, they were just themed shoots that I've done. Mm-hmm. My professor absolutely adored them because it, it was different. And that's, that's always something that I try to keep key is to be different right. than anyone else that's around me and i was one out of two females out of the whole photography you know student body mm-hmm. if you will so of course i'm going up against all these guys you know or who are just trying to shoot all these females
0: right. you know the, the
1: glamorous type females and right. stuff like that but it's like no no I've, I've spent four years of my life in downtown norfolk mm-hmm. i've experienced some things within these four years this is what I want to show, mm-hmm. you know?
0: How do you manage yeah. to carry the experiences that you had, whether it be a location that you love, a person that you really connect with? How do you take those experiences and make sure that that story is told through the artwork that you provide? Because I think that's yeah. it's pretty tricky with the with picture to tell a story. So how do you manage yeah. to do that?
1: Yeah, um, I always try to tell my story with my, if I'm working with someone, mm-hmm. with my clients mm-hmm. by getting mm-hmm. that little bit of who they are, mm-hmm. you know, just pulling it out of them, mm-hmm. regardless of where we are. Right. Now, if I'm just out doing some, some street photography, if I'm just out and about, you know, just with my camera, if I know I'm going to go to downtown D.C., I'm trying to show downtown D.C., right. good or bad. Right. If I'm going out to the harbor, or regardless of where I am, I try to show the essence of that. Like the the most recent um street images that I've posted on Instagram. I'm not sure if you saw it, but it was a girl running through the rain.
0: I love that picture.
1: Okay. I, I called it. I called it summer rain, and that that rain literally came out of no. It was a beautiful day. It was my sister's birthday in June, mm-hmm. and we hear some woman just like screaming at top of her <laughs> lungs. So everyone, of course, turns around. And you can, like in the movies, it was a sheet of pouring down rain, and it literally was following us like this. Wow. It was So it was, I cannot really describe it. So we're like, oh, my gosh. The whole streets of downtown Brooklyn takes off running. <laughs> Everyone's running for shelter. Right. And as soon as we run under some covering, the rain literally hit our backs. Mm-hmm. That's our heart. It was coming so fast. So I'm seeing people doing a whole bunch of this outside, and I'm like, Where's my camera? Yeah. Where's where's my camera? I'm okay. putting it together all fast, getting my lens on, uh, and as soon as I turn around, it's that beautiful girl. Yeah. Running, and I'm like, oh yeah, That's oh nice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And yeah, she noticed she noticed me the sooner she came and mm-hmm. was like, you gonna take a picture yeah. now? Right, I'm right, right. Like, <laughs> But did you share
0: it with her afterward? Did you share it with her because it was a really beautiful shot.
1: She kept she kept peeling. Oh, she kept peeling, and then okay. it was families and this is why I say Hmm. I double and triple check my stuff because we were only supposed to be out there to get food come back to the hotel change and then go sightseeing okay that rain put a damper in everything so guess what I ran out of memory space wow (laughs) so I can only take a certain amount and while I'm out there and I'm seeing families I'm deleting certain images that I just took just to get some other I'm turning around where I am and people are coming in rushing and like ah, in in my mind I'm just like I've taken like mental shots and I'm like oh, I wish I, but yeah <laughs> planning that's tough like I said we were we were only supposed to be there just to get food and go back and I'm like oh I could come back and get my stuff
0: mm-hmm. not happening so no, no, no. can you talk about a piece that a collection or one one shoot piece whichever that challenged you the most and what made it so difficult. Now, I'm keeping in mind that you already talked about the Norfolk State experience. But since you've been doing it more professionally, um, more consistently, can you talk about something um, in your most recent works that's like been really difficult, but you were like, you know what, I'm going to do it. And then it was just like, wow, okay. This, was, this turned out to be nice.
1: Most difficult. Let's see. Let's see. Was difficult? Um, also, I posted, I think I posted this this girl on Instagram, dark skin, with the beautiful kind of wavy hair to her elbows. She was wearing, I think the image I posted was a green dress. Okay. Nice. That was the most recent difficult one because it was well into the 90-something degrees. Mm. Okay uh none of the we went to um lorden mm-hmm. at the the art workhouse okay. it used to be a prison in lorden but they gutted it out and it has studios for artists wow so that and around good. it is very industrial rusty type broken it's nice for a photographer so right. it's hot as crap <laughs> the buildings weren't open meaning she can't change oh. she can't go to the bathroom no. we're all sweating even my assistant it wasn't else at the time but even my assistant mm-hmm. who's holding the equipment he's drenched I have to make this girl look like she is Tyra Banks Naomi Campbell okay in a beautiful fall day when everything on her was wet her dress was wet so in my mind I'm like I gotta I gotta get this stuff done with the post edits she's dehydrated you gotta keep it oh, no. Everything was against us. And then when the wind was coming, I have him holding this huge, almost 50 foot reflector, and the wind is taking him back. Mm -hmm. It's blowing her hair. (laughs) She's changing in my grandmother's minivan. (laughs) It's
0: a lot going on.
1: That was a lot going on. But at the end of the day, when I went ahead and finished editing the images, Mm -hmm. she couldn't stop just thanking me and all, you know, how much fun she had. And I'm like, fun? That was funny. Girl, We was wet. What is she talking about? She she enjoyed it. You know, Mm -hmm. she just moved um, to Northern Virginia from North Carolina. She's um, active in the military. She's in the Navy. Mm -hmm. It was a birthday shoot for her. So, I mean, everything that she wanted in her mind, she got. Got it. Okay. And she was another person who I had to kind of pull teeth in 90-something degree weather in the summertime with no water. Mm -hmm. So, it's yes it's a
0: very selfless craft I think um because like with other art creative creative work I feel like you can do what you want how you want it and like you can just have more independence but when you're a photographer and you're taking pictures of other people it's like it just doesn't seem like you you can't worry about yourself right like if I want to write and I don't want to write in my house because I'm just I don't like the space I can pick up and go somewhere else and just make it work but like With photography, you really have to be, it's a very selfless art form, which is kind of nice. I mean, you know, from the receiving point, but like, as a person producing, does that that wear you out sometimes? Like, I would imagine that's kind of tiresome. That's why.
1: I, I, <laughs> I guess you already touched on to that. Like, I yeah. got, I got to be the coach. Sometimes I got to be the hair person. As you notice, I got to do the makeup yeah. too. I got to get the person in the good headspace. Mm-hmm. I got to have all the equipment. I got to shoot. Yeah. Then <laughs> I got to edit. It. I'm staying up all night while these people are kicking the feet up and relaxing i gotta worry about okay this person is very self-conscious about their skin let me make sure Mm. that i'm smoothing everything out let me make sure that the teeth are all one color and that you know they're white little stuff like that so i would like to just show up take the photos and then hand it to someone else to do the editing i would like to show up and not have to worry so much about the headspace of who i'm shooting and just think they're just going to be ready to go like they've been doing this for 45 years but it's not like that so yes it, it's it, a lot of responsibility it's a lot yeah yes because at the end of the day you know they're paying for my service True. so I try to make sure that I am all the way around a package you mm-hmm. know so they can tell other people because if someone hires me and I'm not helping push them to get, you know, what they really want, because, you know, some people get nervous in front of, you know, I'm a stranger, you know, but you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. this is the first time with them working with me, do I really think that if I'm not helping push them, that they're going to go ahead and give my card to someone else or show their photo and be like, hey, you know, this girl named Alicia, she took this image of me, I know you want to take photos, you know, you should call her. It's true. And that's honestly what's been keeping me busy. Mm hmm it's word of mouth. I mean, I don't get a lot of likes on Instagram. I don't have a lot of people who go to my website. It's just, I hand cards to whomever, ask for That's the thing, who asked for them. I need to stop talking about you know who, but he's the type of person who likes to go up. If he sees someone who has a unique look, he'll go to that person and hand them the card and say, I want to work with you. But me,
0: that's not your style. I don't, mm-hmm. It's not my style. I
1: don't. <laughs> Nothing against it, but it's just like, it may not seem like it to some people, but I am a very shy person. I can see I don't that. I'll need the type to be like, "Huh, if you going over there, hand my card too." Tell us. That. Right, right. Since you are going was... that way. Mm. <laughs> mm. No, I can I
0: can mm. see that too. I can see that. But
1: I mean, if they no, if they want it, they mm-hmm, They'll, they'll find me. I, that's true. I, I, I,
0: don't I, mean I always that's find, a good practice. I always find that people who are really shy are really observant too. So I think that's a good thing for your for what you're doing. So Makes sense. Thank you. Um, my final question to you, though, is what do you want people to say about you? Um, after having worked with you, after having getting to know you and your story, what is it that you most want people to know about you?
1: Hmm. Um, I want people to most know about me is that I'm not going to give up. Mm-hmm. Okay? No matter what's going on. During that shoot, no matter if all of the factors are, if all of the factors are just coming against us, I'm going to find a way to get this shot. I'm going to find a way to relax you. Okay? Mm -hmm. Just, I try to get, tell people, block out whatever else is going on right now. It's just me and you. Matter of fact, it's just you. Because I know if your favorite song is coming on and you in the house, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you're not just going to be standing there still. stiff. True. So I just want people to know that I'm not going to give up. I'm a hard worker. Um, I always want people to, when they hear of Sierra Photography, to think of someone who actually cares about that client.
0: Right.
1: Someone who is not just going to try to give you a, a point and shoot type of image, someone who's going to try to give you different variations of who you are, Mm -hmm. you know, especially as for the portraits. And that's, that's also what I tried to do with the, the store shoot that you set up. I mean, it, it was very difficult. And I only say difficult because again, I'm working with people who know nothing about me, who for people with multiple personalities, multiple backgrounds, and I'm trying to make these women look elegant. I'm trying to, in a way, you know, I guess you could say, promote the store mm-hmm. at the same time, and I'm trying to make them forget about everyone else who's going like this and right. staring at them right. while they're, you know, while they're having their session. So I mean,
0: you did it, vlog. I don't want to You
1: did it I was gonna blog-less-ly. say I don't want to sound like I'm cocky, but I, I think I relaxed them almost towards the end of their session, like mm-hmm. right there, ten minutes in it. I was like, all right, now give me what you got.
0: And when I tell you, I set up that store shoot with the expectation that it was just going to be, like, just a lot of headshots and some random, you know, pictures of, like, clothing. But, like, I was not expecting what I received. Literally every single person was like, whoa. This is, yeah, it it was amazing. And so, like, literally every time I think about, trying to capture images of something you're the first person i come to because exactly what you said about like what you do you're you're thinking about every piece that's involved not just you know the service that you provide because i truly believe some people just want to take pictures which is great but like if you want to tell a story and you want people to really engage with what you're doing people like you need to exist where like you're thinking about the person that you're working with you're thinking about the location you're thinking about Like I said, telling the story, that makes the difference. And so, and it it really does show through in your your work. So I love, I love, I love, 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 love that you are a photographer. And like, please don't quit. Please don't. I don't know what the world would be like without you, for real. You're (laughs) sweet. Um, But, you know, before we go... Where can we find you? I know you have your Instagram, you have your uh your website, but are there any other things that you plan on working on to kind of promote yourself and what you do? Um just to connect to people so we can kind of see your um your evolution as an artist.
1: Um, just like you said, Instagram, mm-hmm. the website and Facebook are all exactly the same, Sierra Photography. Okay. It Sierra Sierra Photography mm-hmm. and then the same on Instagram and Facebook. Um I try to, when there is the option of, you know, like some restaurants, you could, you could drop a card, you can put a card up like on that little, that board. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can do all that. I mean, I, I don't really do much. And that's why I've been thinking lately, like, maybe that's kind of where I'm messing up because not a lot of people outside of like Fairfax County, not even that, this radius Mm -hmm. of where I live, not everyone knows about me, unless you're a friend you're a friend of a friend, true. a co-worker, or a member of my church, mm-hmm. so that's, that's something that I, I've definitely been taking into consideration, how else to promote myself, true, um, well, I mean, yeah.
0: family and friends is, like, the best way to get started, and then from there, just making connections, because Issa Rae, she was talking about that, and she said, sometimes you got to work with the people who are where you are, and then mm-hmm. over time, you know, just take that right, the one person to recognize you, and then things blow up, but, like, family and friends and like i'm telling you every single time i think of opportunity i'm like hey i know a photographer my cousin is like she is (laughs) the bomb so um i don't know i i I think that you're you know on the right track but i hear you because sometimes you feel like people want what you're providing you just don't know how to reach them you know so i get it yeah i get it but alia thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me um this has been great um, no problem Nearly be in touch all right girl well, have a good one all right bye bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs> thank you for listening to as told by sherelle for more weekly stories please subscribe to my podcast